beautiful souls, and welcome back to Real Talk with Alyssa. My name is Alyssa, your host, and I will be talking you through today's topic on what is energy. So I'm really, really excited to discuss this topic as I'm excited about every topic, and wouldn't it be a little concerning if I was not concerned, <laughs> I was not excited for a topic. But anyway, moving forward. I'm excited about this topic because energy is literally my life. All I talk about is like energy work, energy work, energy, healing work, healing work, doing all this energy stuff and blah, 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 transmuting energy. So I'm really, really excited to finally discuss this with you guys. So in past podcasts, I have definitely discussed briefly about some energy work and different energetic tools that you can do like when you're doing a cord cutting or Reiki and different types of healing stuff. I can't remember everything because guys, it's been a lot, (laughs) but I'm excited to discuss this with you. Now, to uh, take a step back regarding what uh, energy actually is, that's what this whole topic is for this podcast. Now, physics, quantum physics is all that explains what this is. However, it's extremely challenging and confusing to explain it. My brain, for some reason, just doesn't work that way, but I think a lot of people find physics to be very challenging. So I'm actually going to have a little help today. No, there's no physical person here talking. However, I did find a YouTube video a very long time ago when I was like doing a whole bunch of research on energy and really just trying to get myself more familiar and just understand it. Because the thing is that we are 3D beings. We are physical 3D beings. So like everything, we tend to also be a society that if it's not in front of me, it's very hard to believe. But what's crazy is that we believe in technology. We believe that you plug something into the wall and then suddenly you have light. We turn on a TV. We use our phones and we connect with people. We're on the internet and we're posting, like doing all these things. People don't fully understand that it's energy. So like really quickly before I start playing this video, a lot of people call it different things. So we've got chi, we've got reiki, we've got kundalini, we've got energy. Some people in religious uh, communities will call praying. They don't realize it's energy, but I'm just shouting that out right now that that's basically what they're doing is working with energy. So in terms of science and quantum physics, yes, we as humans, we like to have physical proof and, and form of understanding. The problem with energy is that there's no like physical form for us to see it. It's more so feeling it. So this short four and a half minute clip is uh, on YouTube. It's Bruce Lipton. I do not own the rights to this video. It's a phenomenal video. It's called Everything is Energy. And I highly encourage everyone to take a look at his content. He's got really, really good stuff about energy and explaining what energy is and, and just how it affects our body from a medical standpoint and all this other stuff. Very interesting. I have briefly discussed that and I'm sure I'll discuss it in future podcasts. But for the sake of this one, I'm going to play this video and then we're going to have a little discussion after. So enjoy. Did you ever wonder if there's anything more to the human than this physical body that we have? Well, it's real interesting because if we go back in history, they talk about something called spirit and energy and an invisible force that seems to be controlling who and what we really are. Quantum physics emphasizes that the universe is not really split into two realms, a material realm and an energetic realm. Quantum physics reveals that everything is made out of energy. What we perceive as matter, it's actually an illusion of energy and light, that there is nothing physical. What do you mean? I say, well, first of all, a very simple fact. 
when physicists started to take the atom apart and find there were things inside such as protons, neutrons, and electrons, then they say, yeah, but what are those things made out of? Then they got down to smaller things like quarks, and then I say, yeah, but what were they made out of? And ultimately what physicists recognized was at the fundamental core of an atom, there was nothing material at all. It's an energy vortex. It's a powerful energy field. And that all atoms are these energy fields. And the significance about that is, well, atoms make up humans. And so by definition, we perceive ourselves as physical structures, but according to quantum physics, we're energy vortices. Imagine the cell as a television set and that the environmental signal, like a broadcast, is being picked up by the antennas on that television set. And therefore, the cell responds to that broadcast. Well, guess what? Everyone has a different set of antennas, so by definition, everyone is receiving a different broadcast field. Field, yeah, that's what physicists refer to as the energy in which we live. So all of us are in a field, but each one of us actually receives a very precise and specific part of that field different than everybody else. No two people share the same self-receptors. That's why we just can't exchange cells, organs, and tissues with each other. Now comes an interesting part. If the cell is like a television receiving a broadcast, then consider this. What happens if you're watching your TV and it breaks? We say the TV's dead. I go, yeah. But now the question is this. Yes, the TV just died, but is the broadcast still there that I was watching? The answer, of course, it's still there. The television's gone. The broadcast is present. I say, how would you know? Well, one way of knowing, get another TV set, plug it in, turn it on, and tune it to the right station, and the show is back on air. Well, this would apply directly to humans as well. I have an identity due to a set of receptors receiving an environmental signal. If I die, I have no more reception, and therefore my broadcast exists, but there's no TV to express it. If an embryo shows up in the future with the same set of self-receptors that I have, well, then guess what? I'm back online in a different TV. Does it have to be a male or female TV? Nope, that's the TV. Well, how about, is it black, white, brown, red, yellow? Nope, that's the TV. That's not who you are. You are the broadcast. Lastly, it's important to note that the character that you express in this life is actually sent back to your source because your brain is not keeping your consciousness in your head because magnetoencephalographs, unlike electroencephalographs, magnetoencephalographs read your brain function, but the probes don't even touch your head. There's a very important concept right here. Your thoughts are not contained in your head. They're broadcast into the field. And as Einstein emphasized, the field is the sole governing agency of the particle, matter. And then we put all of this together and says, your biology is an expression of this matter, but it's actually shaped by the field, a field that exists whether you're here or not. And then all of a sudden, the ancient story of spirituality now conforms to the modern day science of quantum physics. You're a field, you're a spirit, you're more than this. I mean, to understand that, it is the first step towards your personal empowerment. Well, I'd say that that is a pretty phenomenal video. 
I wanted to comment on so many things and just pause it and say stuff, but I really tried to control myself. But that, again, you guys can find that on YouTube. It's called What is Energy by Bruce Lipton. He's got phenomenal content on energy. And he just has a seriously, seriously amazing skill of explaining it uh, in a foolproof way, like idiot proof. Like I can watch those videos and I can completely understand it. He explains quantum physics and all of that in a way that we can really understand. So uh, that's why I wanted to share that video. So with that being said, everything literally is energy, exactly what he just said. And from a soul perspective, there are some people that feel like they, they don't know what happens after life. And let's first of all, back up for a second. We don't know what we don't know. We are just very, a very young, young species that is just working really, really hard to fully understand how and what, like, how does any of this stuff operate? And I absolutely love science because even, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, we are physical beings that need 3D proof of things. And what I love about science and quantum physics is the fact that it's becoming so evolved and they're finding out so much more information based on research of our souls and energy and just kind of like how it makes us up. And it's so amazing because with that information, we can really, really use it in such a powerful way to help heal ourselves and to just completely transform our lives in multiple different ways. Now, for those of you who are like, I still don't really fully understand it. Let me try to put it in a different perspective for you. So as far as energy goes, right? We all, first of all, have the ability to feel people's energies. We're all very intuitive. We all just have a sense of just knowing things, right? So let's say you walk into a room and there was a fight that just happened, but there's nothing really going on anymore. You just walk into the room and you can feel something's off here. You sense the energy in the air that there was just an altercation that had just happened in the air. Where, on the contrary, you walk into, let's say, a wedding hall and all the energy is feeling really good because everyone's thinking about love and they're happy. They're really looking forward to partying and they're excited. The energy is very good. It's very vibing at a high rate, a high frequency, which I'll explain in a second. Now, another example is when you meet people, have you ever just like had this feeling that something just wasn't right about them? There's just something not right about this person and you just can't ever quite put your finger on it, but it just doesn't feel right. That is you picking up on their energy, their vibe, and saying, you know what, this person doesn't necessarily seem like they're good for me. And then there's other people who you just feel heavy and uncomfortable around and they just, you could just feel that they're like toxic or that there's a term that, that gets run around thrown around a lot is toxic, right? So there's just people out there who just have this toxic energy. So that's just, a, I, when I explain Reiki to people, uh, life force energy, uh, Kundalini, Chi, when I explain that to people, I use those examples because that's, everyone can literally relate to meeting people walking into a room and just feeling the energy. There are definitely some people who are very much detached from energy because of just the way that they've conditioned themselves or their upbringing that they've conditioned. Of course, mental illness can play, definitely play a role in that, which oftentimes is developed through childhood trauma and adult trauma as well. But moving forward regarding the vibration and energy, so as Bruce Lipton said that we are literally all energy, right? So once we leave this physical body, 
the body's no longer functioning, but our soul, our soul is still functioning, right? So we get uh, reincarnated into another body and we're back online, as he says. So as far as vibration and energetic frequency, I always talk about like low vibe, high vibe, just energy frequencies in general. So here's the thing. When you're engaging in toxic conversations of like talking shit about people and being super judgmental or just trying to start shit with people and fighting with people, we can all agree that we all feel like shit after the fact. Anyone who doesn't, anyone who denies that, you know, that's that's a whole other issue. But it feels really shitty engaging in that. And that's because it's a lower vibrational frequency. So a lower vibrational frequency you can affiliate with um, emotions of fear, uh, anger, and also anxiety. Those are the frequencies that are going to keep you in a lower energetic vibrational frequency. So you meet people and you may feel like they just, you can feel that they're like a lower vibration. And I want you guys to be mindful of this too, because the more work that I've done on my energy, raising my frequency, the more sensitive I am to people who are on a lower vibrational frequency. So when you go around people, you just like, you can just physically feel it. You don't know. It's just a simple, you don't know how you know. It's just a simple knowing, right? You meet people and you're like, "Uh, something doesn't feel right about this. Now on the contrary, People who are on a higher vibrational frequency, they tend to emulate love, compassion, and gratitude. That's going to be a higher frequency. So anyone listening here ever been told that they have really good energy? That's because you more than likely carry that type of vibration with you. So since I've really, really learned more about energy and how it works, I am I do not talk shit about people. And what there are oftentimes, like if um, someone is triggering a um a negative emotional response within me or if I'm just having an emotional response triggered in general and I'm venting to people about it I still feel like shit because it's but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's them it's because I'm being triggered and these emotions that I've been suppressing are coming to surface so now I'm feeling like I'm a lower vibrational frequency so in terms of the frequencies by the way Overall, you can have a certain vibrational frequency, energy frequency, and then you can still feel like shitty on a day. Like on a day like today, I was feeling a little bit on the lower vibe, but my overall vibe is a higher frequency and people can feel that. And even, people usually feel their overall energy and the frequencies of how people, because your energy can change all throughout the day. I can, I, like all this past weekend, I had a four, nice four day weekend. I was vibing pretty high. I was keeping it myself. I was doing my own thing. I was meditating. I was just relaxing. My energy was very high. I'm back at work today and, you know, feeling a little stressed. It's lowering my vibe a little bit, but it doesn't affect my overall vibe. It's just like a day-to-day vibe. So for example, I can meet someone and be like, oh my God, they have amazing energy. But just because they have amazing energy doesn't mean that they're not going to have bad days where they're just going to be like, you know, not necessarily vibing on the highest frequency. Now, in terms of the spiritual community and like, I definitely used to say like vibe high, vibe high, right? And I didn't mean it in a way of like, oh, you should only be vibing high. On a healing journey, on a spiritual journey, what you're going to learn is that you're, you're going to fluctuate 
it's going to go up, it's going to go down, it's going to go up, it's going to go down. When you're healing past traumas, you're going to naturally be at a lower vibration because those emotions, that experience that you had that caused that emotional response, that trauma within you, it's going to be surfacing. So you're going to be working through that shit. And then once you work through that and you release it and you've healed that part of your life, you're completely raising your overall vibration. But you're going to go through this. It's it's such a cycle. It's like a little wave. Uh, like sometimes even like the ones with the EKG with the sharp corner up, sharp corner all the way down. But, uh, but yeah, it definitely fluctuates like a little wave, sometimes bigger waves, but that's just how the healing journey is. And that I want you guys to keep that in mind when you're on the healing journey and how the energy really affects you because it is very important. Now, this is a two-part series. I'm not going to get into how to transmute the energy because I feel like that needs a little bit more in-depth conversation because I'm going to be getting more detailed and explaining different ways that I transmute energy because that's going to be really helpful for the your, your healing, especially because in past podcasts, I have mentioned different ways and different tools to transmute the energy. But I didn't ever really get, other than the cord cutting one, I didn't, I don't really get too much into details about it. But I have to say, like, this is my thing. This is how much I love it. And it's still growing, by the way. It's still growing. The abilities and different uh, tools and ways. But I'm going to share whatever I, I have. Um, so moving forward, as far as energy, anybody out there identify as an empath? Yeah, empaths can definitely pick up on the energy they can definitely pick up on subliminal messages. Now he had mentioned, Bruce Lipton mentioned that um, your thoughts are still going out into the broadcast. Now here's the thing, I don't like to, not only is talking shit about people and judging people a lower vibrational frequency, which is definitely something um, anyone who really, if you're being really truly honest with yourself, because I definitely used to talk shit about people, I definitely used to engage in that type of uh, behavior, but be honest with yourself and if you are, start paying attention about the way that it makes you feel. But also keep this in mind too, is that energy is literally everything. So like your thoughts create the energy and, and, and that's the, that's what creates the momentum. So anything that you're thinking is what you're putting out there. So when you're wishing bad upon people, that's the shit that's going out there. When you're, when you're just thinking constantly negatively and shit like about someone and you're not really telling any, telling anyone about it, but then you're talking or working with the person, you're probably going to notice that there's something off between the, uh, vibes between you two. So I remember I've definitely observed this before and I've definitely experienced it on my own that like I may be thinking negatively about a person or maybe this person bothers me. They pick up on it. They don't realize it. They don't know it. And they don't even know if it's confirmed because that's how they're picking up on it in their emotional field as well. So that's why sometimes it can be really hard, especially on this journey, deciphering, is this me or is this them? I've learned that because I know myself very well, I can, that's <laughs> telepathic communication. Oh my God. So like, I have this like really weird, annoying skill that like, I can literally hear what someone's thinking about me. I can feel their vibes. I can feel when someone's got ill intent towards me on an energetic level. So, ooh, I'm going to get more into that next time. I just thought of a really, really good example. So, um, it definitely, it, it could be definitely really hard, but if I think in my mind something that I know for a fact I don't think about myself as I'm like okay that's the other person and what's crazy is that this has been proven time and time again 
you know, me picking up on what the person's thinking about me or a situation and then it comes to fruition later on, like shortly after that or whatever, at some way, point, some way or another, it comes to my attention that holy shit, okay. So that's how I know how accurate it is and it's just absolutely crazy. So with that being said, your thoughts have fucking power. We are so powerful. People do not realize the power that we hold within ourselves. We are such powerful beings. And if we just knew and understand how energy works, then we can fucking run the world. That's kind of what's happening now, to be honest. A lot of people are really starting to wake up on a spiritual journey and starting to wake up in the systems that we have within not only this country, the United States, but also the world in general. And people are starting to fight back. So we're going to be seeing a lot of that shit unfolding, but I'm not going to get into the astrology parts of it. Uh, moving forward, so with the telepathic communication, what I've done for myself is if I'm, if someone does something to me and I want, I, or I'm feeling some sort of way towards someone, I always wish them, and I know that sounds like silly because it's like, well, I'm not being genuine. I wasn't being genuine about it, but I I've trained myself to be more compassionate and to have love and understanding of other people. So when people act a certain way, I've actually really conditioned myself to be like, you know what, I really truly with all my heart, I wish them well. I'm going to work on whatever emotional responses, whatever things have been surfaced for me. But I genuinely hope with all my heart that this person can work through whatever it is that they're going through. And that helps to raise your overall vibration. So moving forward, I did have a podcast about manifesting. Uh, I think it's what it, what do we even do? What do we really truly know about manifesting? And I say that because, as I mentioned before, we don't know what we don't know. So, yes, science is starting to back this up. But let me give you guys a little background of astronomy. I absolutely love astronomy. But if you think about 100 years ago when they thought they didn't even know that there, there was other planets in our solar system, and then they go beyond that and beyond that and beyond that. And now suddenly it's like there's billions of galaxies and they can only see a certain amount of light years away. And this and the third, they have telescopes out in the universe. Like the amount of growth that our science has had. So back then at one point, they only thought that we were the only ones out there. But now we're to the point where we've got a fucking telescope out there, the James Webb telescope out there, seeing all this crazy shit in the universe we're seeing back in time. Like, it's absolutely incredible. And guess what? It's 2023. I can't wait to see what's going to happen in 25, 50 years with science and the evolution of what we're really truly going to learn. I don't think, intuitively, I don't think that we're meant to know all the answers or everything, <laughs> but... We're all going to keep trying to figure it out. <laughs> so in terms of uh, manifestation and, and energy, what you put out there is what you receive. So if you're thinking in your mind, okay, like I want a million dollars, I want a million dollars. Well, you got to fucking feel like you're a millionaire. And if you don't vibe at the frequency of, oh my God, I'm a millionaire. This is amazing. You, it's not going to happen. So it could definitely be very challenging as far as manifesting. And it's not like, I think a lot of people say, do this and you're instantly going to get results. Like, I don't buy into all that shit. There are some people who really do have those, like, incredible manifesting abilities. But it takes fucking work. Because keep in mind, from um, a conscious and a subconscious level, as far as um, manifesting goes, we're only aware of 10 to 15% of our um, thoughts, emotions, and experiences, right? Right then 
of that, 90 to 85%, 85 to 90%, is in our subconscious mind. So every single thing from birth until now is stored mostly in our subconscious mind. So if at any point in our childhood or adolescent or even in our adulthood, depending on how old you are, you internalize that A, A, you're not worthy of making all this money or and or B, you just don't, you see yourself limited to only making a certain amount of money. Like for example, social workers, social workers always like, I'm in it for the outcome, not the income. And I'm just like, fuck that noise because I'm going to be making some money and I'm not going to be sitting here filling out food stamps for my client while also filling out food stamps for myself. So fuck that. That's a, that's a self-limiting belief. And those are the types of people that aren't going to be making money in the social work field. But people with my mindset are going to make money in the social work field and going to make money in general. But if you have that thought and in your mind, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make this money. I'm going to make this money. But there's a subconscious block that's going to not allow you to necessarily call in that type of energy, then it's going to be very hard to manifest that into your life. And that's what frustrates me about a lot of the material that's out there with manifesting. I do think that there's a lot of people, a lot of um, content creators who have like amazing advice and amazing, amazing guidance. I haven't really gotten too too much into it just because I kind of do my own thing but I just want to throw that out there for everyone to just be mindful when it comes to manifesting because sometimes it's not necessarily about manifesting the external uh, things the material things that you want in your life rather than manifesting the type of person that you want to be and then that's going to energetically get you in alignment with all the things that you want and or need and you're going to naturally vibrate that into your uh, field organically so throw that out there um, and then another thing is that on a healing journey, when you know and understand energy, it really helps you to transform yourself. You can really help to rewire your brain. I think that rewiring of the brain is uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's got some really good content um, uh, with like rewiring the brain. I always talk about this, especially in, obviously in the social work field, rewiring your brain. That's what you know people are doing in therapy. But it's important to know and understand energy and how to use it to your benefit. And that's really going to help you transform and like speed your healing journey. So prior to me fully understanding what energy was, I was definitely in a slower track spiritual awakening. And then once I really woke up to it, the kundalini kind of rose uh, and I kind of rose from the dead. And I really started learning about energy and how to transmute it and different things like the physical world that we can do to help manifest things a little bit faster. We are the magicians. Let me just say that. You are the magic. We all have the abilities to transmute and work with energy. So this is not, uh, this is a podcast that literally everyone can benefit from. So tune in to my part two where I'm going to be discussing with you guys how to transmute energy and just like little different tactics that I do to not only protect my energy, but also to help manifest a lot of things in my life. Because I, in the past year and a half, my life is completely different. I'm almost like unrecognizable because I'm just a completely different person from using all these different tools and tactics. And I truly, truly with all my heart believe that if you set forth on this mission of self-healing and, and self-development that you can literally do it all on your own because you are all fucking magicians and we can all literally do it on our own. I cannot stress this enough. I'm not biased against other like going to people for help. Obviously, I'm a social worker, so people come to me for help in general and I do counseling and stuff like that. But 
as far as this type of stuff, the journey when you're open to spirituality and when you're open to learning about energy and, and doing things on your own, you can completely transform your life easily, not easily, painfully. And it takes time, but still a year and a half and the amount of healing that I've done just by working with energy and, and working with myself, you can fucking do it. So with that being said, everyone, I hope you all have a great week. I'm sending you all so much love and light. Tune in for my next episode on how to transmute energy. Take care.